Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. Today I'm going to talk about my my first trip of the season of 2018. And it's kind of a, a crazy trip where I'm flying to Phoenix and then going to Tucson and then to Denver for a layover on my way to New York City. And uh, it's a pretty crazy trip. And it started out with one of those lovely early flights. I had to be out of here at 5 a.m. on my way to the airport. Oh, I just love morning. And it was freezing cold, and uh, but everything went smoothly. I, I got to Phoenix on time, and my friends that I was going to visit there picked me up. Uh, they were a, a great couple I knew from Chicago, and they, they live near Phoenix now, and I got to visit them at their home. The temperatures were in the 70s. The weather's perfect. It has that crazy desert smell that smells like perfume, cactuses all over the place, and beautiful sunsets. And uh, I had a great time visiting them. Uh, my suitcase was really full because they requested that I get them this big bag of Chicago popcorn, that stuff that has like cheese corn mixed with caramel corn. Ugh, it's not my cup of tea, but they loved it. So I gave them their big old bag, and we had a wonderful time hanging out and partying. And uh, they have three elderly cats who are quite outrageous. Um, Those cats, they get all kinds of medicine, and they get shots, and they get medicine that goes in their mouth that then they spit all over the place. So every day they have this cat wrangling that goes on where they have to chase the cats around and capture them to get their shots. I mean, the workout that the cats and their owners have will probably keep them all healthy till they're like 100 years old. But um, that was my little cat visit to start off the trip. What's the pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and bother your cute little pussycat nose. After a big night's sleep, uh, I got up that morning and we had a lovely breakfast at the Pussycat Ranch and then headed out that afternoon for Tucson. Uh, And it was a a fun road trip, that big sky country with those big crazy cactuses that look like they're out of a cowboy movie. Uh, It was a beautiful drive into Tucson. And then we got to go to my friend's cousin's home for dinner in I'm I'm such a a lucky one. These people are foodies and wine connoisseurs. And we got to have dinner at their beautiful place. And uh, it was a wonderful time. And then I checked into my hotel. And boy, did I check out. I had a 
big sleep because the next day was going to be something else. Well, I needed a big sleep that night too because the next day was something else. Uh, I had an hour-long matinee, a tech rehearsal, which was quite lengthy, and then a two-hour concert with a stranger, a pianist I'd never even seen before, a whole evening of Irving Berlin. about the stranger. Um, many times when I'm, I'm on the road, uh, I use musicians who I've worked with before. I have kind of a core of people on the West Coast and East Coast, and of course Chicago. Uh, but you many times need to work with musicians that are there. And when I've played uh, in Tucson before, I, I've flown someone in from LA, but that guy wasn't available. So what I call the food chain of musicians, through a couple of uh, guys I know from Chicago, I landed a guy that is right in Tucson, and his name is Angelo Versace, and he was a dreamboat. A fantastic guy, and through the magic of the internet, I sent him all the music ahead of time and a rehearsal tape, and we pulled this off with a tech rehearsal, and it sounded like we had been playing together forever. Uh, what a joy this business is because of the fact that it's based on improvisation, which is basically what you need in life all the time. I've said that before, but I'll say it again. You need improvisation in your life. And uh, it turned out to be a glorious experience, and we had a wonderful show, a sold-out house, and two standing ovations. Uh, it, was, it was quite remarkable. So I, I was very, very happy about that. And the outcome was so rewarding. And then after the show, um, 
my friends wanted to take me out in a place near the venue, which is in Green Valley, Arizona, right outside of Tucson, to have dinner afterwards. I was quite hungry, but as I suspected, the offering was only a cocktail because everything closes there so early. So I headed back to my lovely hotel room where I had my little deli platter waiting for me. What a joy. A vodka martini in bed with a corned beef sandwich. How lovely. And I had to get some sleep and pack up because tomorrow I'm back on the road again. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze there's a bar in far bombay come fly with me let's fly let's fly away well the next day was another one of those crazy 5:30 departures for the airport so off i went to uh the tucson airport headed to denver and Denver would be a layover, and then I would go to New York City. So, uh, luckily, everything was on time. And I got into the Denver airport. I had a nice beer. I got on the flight to New York. And behind me, one of those situations that you really hope to avoid on a long flight, two really, really loud women who had cornered this young guy that was sitting in the row with them and they were telling about all their tales of drinking and they were headed to Dublin to go drink all of Dublin dry or something and it went on and on. He was so patient and I was lucky to have an empty seat next to me so I got a little bit of sleep with the help of earphones Uh, but everything was on time Landed in New York to really crappy, rainy weather and fog. It took me forever to get to my friend's home, but I got there, and I was there in time for dinner and got to have another big sleep. Boy, was I tired. I happen to like New York. I happen to like this house. I like the city, and I like to drink of it. The more I know New York, the more I think of it. I like the sight and the sound and even the stink of it. I happen to like New York. I like to go to Battery Park and watch those liners booming in. I often ask myself, why should it be? They should come so far from across the sea. I suppose it's because they all agree with me. So I was able to get a little bit of rest and uh, chill out that day, but then I needed to get over to rehearsal a couple of hours before showtime at my next gig, which was a special music industry showcase that was being produced by my good friend, pianist singer Mark Nadler, who's an incredible showman and a wonderful entertainer. And he was producing this showcase for music industry people. 
and rented the upstairs of the famed Sardis in New York. And he had an all-star cast lined up. Uh, I was one of the guest artists, along with K.T. Sullivan and uh, Nancy McGraw, who had starred in Nine, and uh, Jameson Stern, who had starred in La Cajo Fall, and also Heather McRae, uh, who was in the 1969 cast of Hair on Broadway, and she did a beautiful tribute to her dad, Gordon McRae. So it was, it was an exciting thing to be part of. And I came in at 7 o'clock to meet Mark before the show and run over the couple of tunes we were going to do. And I, I raced into Sardi's and went through the legendary room with all those caricatures on the wall. I mean, you're, you're, like, you're like Betty Davis when you walk into that place. And uh, it was glorious, and I, I went up to the room that Mark had rented, and he greets me at the door and says, well, no hurries. And I hear ding, 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 ding. They're still tuning the piano in the background. And he proceeds to tell me this crazy story. He had the piano to be delivered at 3 in the afternoon when he was going to start rehearsals with different people. So it's three o'clock and there's no piano. So they have kind of a beat up old upright at Sardi's that he used to start out the rehearsals. And at four o'clock, there's still no piano. So he calls the piano rental and they said, oh, well, you know, your piano isn't till October 13th. He's like, no, it's for today, January 13th. This was the distinction between zero one and one zero being written down. He's like, you've got to get a piano here. I have all these people coming. Well, we don't have any pianos. They're all at the APAP convention, which is at the Sheridan Hotel. So every piano in New York is there right now. He's like, you've got to get me a piano. They said, okay. Oh, wait, we found one in New Jersey. We're going to send a guy from New Jersey to bring you the piano. So he waits, and the piano arrives at around 6 o'clock, and they bring this grand piano in. They have it on the stage, and the tuner comes in, and he's blind. He's a man with a cane, and he goes up to the stage and starts tuning the piano, and he takes a transistor radio out so he can hear a ball game while he's tuning the piano. And this is still going on when, when I arrive. And so, you know, we're kind of biding our time, taking selfies in front of the caricatures and posing with each other. And so he's trying to get the guy to move along. The guy says, all right, just a minute. I got one more little trick up my sleeve. You know, this took longer than expected because it's so cold out there and it had to take the long ride from New Jersey. Well, finally... He finishes it up and, and he leaves. And then we go up to run our couple of numbers and there are two microphones on the stage and the microphones keep falling apart. The cords are falling out of them. The whole place is falling apart. Some of the caricatures on the wall are falling off and Mark picks them up and puts them back on the wall. <laughs> it was like the whole thing was put together with scotch tape and spit. So... Mark asked for gaffer's tape to 
kind of glue the microphones together so they won't be falling apart on people while they're performing. And uh, the maitre d' keeps saying, yes, I'll be right back with some, and we keep asking for it. And they're still setting up the room and the bar. And then they come in, and they have the gaffer's tape, but they bring nothing to cut it with. So I pick up a fork from one of the tables, and I'm stabbing the gaffer's tape so we can wrap it around the microphones and glue the whole thing together. Well, it all comes together uh, miraculously. And uh, the place is packed. People are having a wonderful time. Lots of fun performances. One of the microphones did fall apart again uh, right in the middle of somebody's song, but they they recovered. And um, then when I went up to do my number, Mark decided that he wanted me on the piano. So he gets up. He gets up from playing and he picks me up in the air and plops me on top of the piano, which was a surprise to me. I think I looked quite surprised, but it was it was quite lovely. And then when I was finished, he picked me up off the piano and held me over the audience and said, Spider sail off, everybody. I felt so glamorous. What a moment. We had a fabulous time. And when I got back to my friend's place at about one in the morning, I took a deep breath and I said, got away with it again. The clown with his pants falling down, all the dance, that's a dream of romance, all the scene where the villain is mean. That's entertainment. The lights on the lady in tights. Or the bride with the guy on the side. Or the ball where she gives him her all. That's entertainment. The plot can be hot, simply teeming with sex. A gay divorcee who is after her ex. It could be Oedipus Rex Where a chap kills his father And causes a lot of bother The clerk who is thrown out of work By the boss who was thrown for a loss By the skirt who is doing him dirt The world is the stage The stage is a world of entertainment 